Hello and welcome to my Caravan Industry Insights podcast. This podcast is for anyone working in the caravan industry, whether you're from a manufacturer, supplier or dealer here in the UK or elsewhere. So listen every week to hear insights, interviews and marketing tips to help keep you and your business more informed and successful. I'm John Rawlings, a journalist and communications expert with a lifelong passion for caravanning and 20 plus years PR and events experience in the car and caravan industries. From starting in the editorial team at Practical Caravan Magazine to working in the press offices at Vauxhall, Volvo and Volkswagen and now in my own business specialising in the caravan industry. Hello and thank you very much for listening to my Caravan Industry Insights podcast. Really appreciate you downloading this episode. This week I've got a slightly different subject. It was an interview I did at the Motorhome and Caravan Show, the NEC, in October. The Camping and Caravaning Club launched a new research project called the Outjoyment Report. Now this is really relevant to the caravan industry because there's a lot of useful information in it because it confirms that going away in your caravan, motorhome, campervan, tent or whatever has a lot of benefits, particularly for your mental health and just general well-being. So that's a really positive message that if more people hear that message, the more good it's going to do the industry as a whole, isn't it? So well, well done to the club for, for, for doing that. It follows on from a, another research project they did 10 years ago. So I've done a quick interview with Simon McGrath, the communications PR person at the club. He gives a bit of a summary of, of some of the findings. And then after that, I speak to one of the academics involved in the research. Now, obviously, she goes into a lot more detail. So if you're really interested, stay tuned till the end to hear all of that, because the results are really interesting. And you know, we all know that uh, we love and we, get, we feel good when we go out in the outdoors, away or staying on a campsite or something. But it's really good to get some academic research behind that to confirm it. So I think it's really good. I hope you enjoy it. Right. So I'm now with Simon from the Camping and Caravan Club. Simon, could you introduce yourself and give us your job title? So, uh, yes, uh, my name's Simon McGrath. I've been working at the Camping and Caravaning Club for 14 years now, and I'm the head of communications and external relations. Right. So you've just had a press conference and you it launched a new report. Do you want to tell me the name and briefly what it's about? Yes. Yeah, so... Um, We've launched today the what we're calling the Outjoyment Report, which is a collaboration with Liverpool John Moores University and Sheffield Hallam University. Uh, and we, we, we brought together a team of experts in their fields to really look at the benefits, the health and wellbeing benefits of, of being in the outdoors through camping in all its different forms. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And this, of course, is a continuing or 10-year update on your uh, Real Richness report, doesn't it? Yes, so back in 2011, the club, uh, with, again, Liverpool John Walls University, yeah. launched um, what we called the Real Richness report, which was groundbreaking in its day because it's the first full academic study that we were aware of yeah. that really looked at the health benefits of camping and being in the outdoors. And to be honest, I think you were quite ahead of the time then because uh, mental health is, is much more uh, talked about now, isn't it, than, than 10 years ago, I'd say. Absolutely. Yeah. And what we wanted to do was actually take that from a decade ago, mm -hmm. refresh it, look at how the landscape had changed, mm -hmm. including the COVID years, if you like, cool. and, and, then, and then bring it up to date with some more more robust research techniques that our academic friends are, are able to apply to it. So okay. um, we can't quite make direct comparisons with the Real Richness report 11 yeah. years ago, but yeah. what we can do is, is really, you know, uh, use mod techniques to look at the same areas and, and come to new conclusions. Right. And briefly, some of the new conclusions, there was um, the word beginning with F. 
Flourishing. Flourishing. I love that Flourishing. word. Flourishing. It's, yes. it's a lovely word. It, yes. It's, it's a, a psychological term, um, yes. which is about uh, having optimum mental health. Okay. Um, and so what we found is that um, 44% of campers flourishing uh, compared to 31% of non-campers. And this increased for those who camp more often. So the more times you go camping, the more likely you are to be in a flourishing state. And that's a really important kind of yeah. positive place to be with your mental health. Absolutely, yeah. In relate, turning this back to the industry and how the, the results, how will the results benefit the industry? I know we're reinforcing some of the benefits of, and I said camping means caravans, motorhomes, or a tent, doesn't it? It's the whole generic generic term. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So um, do you think the industry will be able to use this information? Yeah, I mean, mm. one of the, the important things about the club is that, that we are, you know, we're an integral part and a long-standing part of this whole wider uh, sector. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, we published the report on our uh, website, where it's actually available through uh, the outjoinmentreport.co.uk, uh, mm -hmm. uh, together with an impact report, which is a shorter summary. Um, and really what we want to see is the industry really get behind it um, with the findings because, you know, chat to any manufacturer here at the NEC show or, or anywhere generally or or sales staff and, you know, they already know a lot of it. It's like, yeah, we get it. We know that camping in the great outdoors mm -hmm. in all its forms is good for you. But mm -hmm. what this report does is it evidences it in such a deep, meaningful way that, that actually, you know, we can talk more robustly to government and decision makers and, and really trying to influence a positive outcome, mm -hmm. which will ultimately, we believe, help benefit the health of the nation. Absolutely, it will. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. Well, it's good because we all we all believe that these this hobby, this way of having a holiday is is good for us and we, we know people who enjoy it, but it's just it's just having the research to back it up, isn't it? Absolutely. It's, yeah. it's been able to draw upon the evidence the, 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 the facts, if you like, um, and yes, there are areas which will, will be more subject to debate, and there are areas that, that you know we've identified more research is is required. But fundamentally, it's a really credible, robust piece of research. It's a study that, that really draws upon some some fantastic credentials. I mean, we've reviewed, so our academic team have reviewed one thousand one hundred and sixty six articles and chapters from books that have been published since. 2010, looking at this area, they've also carried out an in-depth survey of the views and attitudes of nearly 11,000 campers and non-campers. That, in you know, psychology terms, is an enormous data set that will provide them with a huge amount to analyse going forward. But it mm -hmm. is it's really important credentials that they've got behind it that we can use and actually say, you know what, listen to us, government, listen to us, policymakers, you know engage with us, work with us, and let's see how we can really improve improve the health of the nation. Mm. But it's much better to go down this route of enjoying the outdoors than having to go down more prescribing medications and stuff. This is, Absolutely. This is preventative more than trying more than a well yeah. prevention well, is better than cure yes that's what the phrase go. And, and, and absolutely when it when it comes to that kind of thing yeah. that's a really important side of things because we know how much strain the nhs is under we know uh, how many people are you know currently affected by you know mental health um, issues mm. and and you know even myself when i when i get out there in my camper van and i go walking we do a lot of mountain walking um that element of just getting into the countryside, mm. breathing the fresh air, seeing big green open spaces mm. um, is fabulous. And only the other day, um, my wife and I were out on a camper van. We were hill walking in Snowdonia. Wow, lovely. And we were climbing up the side of a mountain and 
we were suddenly surrounded by this small herd of wonderful uh, mountain goats. Really? And those were the big horns that kind of curl around. Yeah, yeah. And they were just sort of bimbling along with us. Yeah. And it was just one of those special moments. But it just, it completely takes you away from the day-to-day -day yes. world that we're in. And, yes. and it's just so much healthier for us. Absolutely, yeah. I'm with you all the way there. It sounds, sounds perfect. And then I can relate to that in my own experiences as well. It's much, much better. Um, right, I, I know I've already spoken to one of your one of the researchers, and she's given me quite a lot of um, her professional insight into it all as well, which was fascinating. And uh, yeah, very clever, very clever lady. So I think probably, unless you've got any other quick facts and figures or quick summaries you want to add, I think we're probably. Um, well, I mean, I just think you know one of the key things that that, that one of those key areas that we know the industry can really get behind is is things like um, how to be. Bit more active outdoors. It doesn't mean being really sort of, uh, you know, a high hardcore hill walk or anything like that. It can just be just doing a little bit more stuff. Maybe, maybe it's just that activity of when you're pitching up, getting the tent sorted, and so on. And, and I think you know, 98% of campers surveyed take part in outdoor activities. 91% go walking. We know that's the most popular pastime for campers, caravanners, motomers. But if you you know look at sort of a bit further along, 39% yep. enjoy cycling. And, and even 26% you know, enjoy bird watching. And again, it doesn't have to be that you know, full on activity to, for you to really benefit. I mean, just spending yeah. time, maybe in a bird hide, enjoying the natural world around you, you know, having had a nice little stroll to get to that point. It's so important. Mm, a real connection. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Brilliant. Thank you very much, Simon. I think that's really interesting. And, and congratulations to the club for undergoing and committing to all that research. Thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah. Thank, Thank you. you. Spread the good word. Yes, I will. <laughs> So I've just been to the press launch of the Outjoyment Report from the Camping and Caravanning Club in conjunction with, well, we'll confirm that in a second, but I've just grabbed a few minutes with Kay from, well, Kay, can you introduce yourself? It's going to be much easier. Hi, yeah. Um, so I'm an academic at Liverpool John Moores University. And the report is being done in conjunction with the Camping and Caravanning Club. John Moores University. And Sheffield Hallam University. That was the other one I couldn't remember. Yes, thank you for that. So tell me how you've been involved in the club's previous report, the Real Richness Report as yes, well. Yes, so the Real Richness Report was in 2011. And I think they were a little bit ahead of the time, actually, in terms of I the agree, conversation, actually. in terms of well-being and the outdoors and mental health. Mental, um, mental health has come a long way since then. It's come then, a long way it? since then. And I think there's a recognition that that report was helpful at that point. Mm -hmm. But in, in the progression and obviously the conversation, our understanding has developed. Mm -hmm. It felt timely to revisit it. Yes. To use more measures that are really reflective of understanding mental health and well-being. Yes. In a more in a more in-depth way, and to look at health and well-being from different sides of the coin of that. Mm -hmm. So the research really did build upon the previous report and try to extend the understa understanding of the findings from the previous report, mm -hmm. but also do a time snapshot. You know, there's been a lot happening in the world <laughs> over yes. recent years. And also our understanding about our relationship with nature yes, and also the really important aspect about our relationship in terms of the planet and planetary health. Mm -hmm. So range of different aspects seem to be more topical. 
and obviously thinking about the question of the happiness of a nation. So we've been measuring well-being on a national level through the Office of National Statistics. Mm-hmm. So um, when did you start? How long does it take to do all this research? When did you start? We started it. It really? took a year, really, in terms really? of wow. starting the conversations yeah. and thinking about what we wanted to achieve, what yeah. the aims might be, how that would meet the needs of the industry. Yeah. And then also alongside that, looking at what's really topical, what's the understanding and from a psychological perspective of how we've come to um, better appreciate and recognise the dimensions of well-being. So those conversations, so we did a, a large-scale survey of 11,000, well, well, actually it was 16,000 originally that took part. Right. But for different reasons, you have to get rid of those people who just want to enter a free prize draw yes. <laughs> for rigorous research. So, yeah. you know, as academics, it's about rigorous research. Yes. So the sample, a large sample group, and from that we were able to ascertain both the motivations for camping and then also try and align that up actually with levels of well-being and mental health. Cool. So do you want to give us some statistics from your report, the, yeah, the, the findings? Yeah, I can, I can. I mean, what's interesting is 97% of campers say happiness is their top motivator for going camping. Mm. And it's interesting, that question, because it's like, well, we kind of know that but to kind of acknowledge that as a as a reason why you choose to go camping really does, I guess, give credibility to why we're asking the question mm. and why we're trying to understand more about, okay, so whilst they say that, what does that entail? Yeah. Oh, sorry, one quick question. Yeah. Camping is is a generic term for a caravan, motorhome or no, camper yeah. as well, yeah. isn't yeah. it? And yeah. they were Not a variety, no. No. And there were a variety of people that took yep. part that represented all of those groups right. in terms of the sample. And those Good. details are in their full report. Yes, which um, is available at? At theoutjoymentreport.co.uk. So there's an impact report, which is a shorter headline, and then the full academic report, which has a literature review wow. and gives um, references and research context to that and describes in detail the measures that we used and presents the findings in detail as well. So mm-hmm. um, if you're really interested in getting into that level of detail, mm-hmm. please go and have a look at the report and download it. And okay. it'll give you a stronger flavour for the way in which the history of camping has evolved. They'll ascertain some of the evidence base in terms of the benefits of camping and how camping has been used in different settings for mm-hmm. wellbeing activities and for health and wellbeing initiatives. And it also obviously gives the, the scope of what we did in terms of undertaking the research. Right. Well, you have been busy. <laughs> to, to give us some, some more findings. Then. I know there were some great buzzwords coming out of it. <laughs> yeah. I think the, the interesting one is around nature connection. So, you know, I'm a camper. I go outdoors and mm-hmm. um, I like being in the outdoors. It makes me feel better. Yeah, and I, I also know that's like it's a psychological construct that is for its understanding of, of improving mental health and well-being. Yeah. And we found that campers had higher level connections to nature than the general population of the UK because the scale we use was a scale that's used regularly mm-hmm. in terms of national surveys. So that was... On one hand, not surprising, but on the other hand, whilst campers, 93% said they go camping to enjoy and be nature, it aligned as well with the benefits and the nature connectedness connection. Um, it's called nature connectedness, but the scale is called nature connectedness connection index. And so that was really interesting and really supported, I guess, what we intuitively know about being in the outdoors. Yeah. And then some other aspects around in terms of thinking about taking part in outdoor activities. So... of campers go walking when they go on camping trips and caravans or 
yeah. glamping, etc. Yeah. And they do other activities like mountaineering, hill walking, cycling, bird watching. So it obviously is a, a gateway to taking part in a range of activities yes. um, and supports access to those and obviously maybe motivates them as well to take part in those activities. Yeah, I agree. It's certainly what I like about it, getting yeah. outdoors. We automatically spend more time outside. Yeah. I, I, can, I can do a direct comparison. This summer I had, I had one week holiday with family in a rented house which just feels, which is lovely, but it just feels a little bit like being at home, but in a different location, mm. where then I had a week in a motorhome mm. and the contrast couldn't have been mm. stronger. We mm. were just outdoors more. We did more activities mm. as well. And uh, yes, connect with nature. Mm. So I completely agree with all your findings so far. And I think it's the so simple far. things, isn't it? It's yeah. when you wake up in the morning and you make a cup of tea and you're sitting drinking your brew, yeah. sitting outside yeah. and you notice the weather and yes. you respond to the weather and you're looking for the weather, what's happening. Yes. And actually, you know, you sometimes you have to be outside in weather when it's raining. And and I think we're, we're more resilient than we give ourselves credit for in terms of our health and well-being. And those aspects of activity and, you know, solving problems and feeling able we can overcome challenges, you know, it might feel challenging in some weather conditions. They all actually give us a sense of purpose and meaning and satisfaction. So we can often maybe have a, a camping trip that felt a little bit challenging and maybe wasn't as comfortable as what we would have liked, to, similar to what we're being at home, but we come away with it with a sense of satisfaction. Right. And that gives us purpose and meaning in life. And the study used measures that were really trying to understand that about campus did they demonstrate mm -hmm. those levels of positive outlook? Mm -hmm. Did they reflect levels of life satisfaction? And what we found was across the, the, the measures that are used nationally through the Office of National Statistics, that campers did score highly across those dimensions. Well, I mean, that's really good news for the whole industry because mm. it supports why people buy this mm. and buy these vehicles, whether it's a tent or a remote home. Mm. Uh, and they get some real benefits out oh, of it. Yeah. yeah. So I appreciate that you've done the updates. It's really good because mm. I think you're going to have to continue doing that. Well, I think there's still, you know, with any research, there's lots more research to do. And there's yeah. always the, the kind of, you know, digging a little bit deeper. And there's some recommendations at the end of the report about maybe looking at camping addressing inequalities, looking at camping on the curriculum and education, oh, yeah. um, thinking about the psychological mechanisms. So the report is helpful in terms of identifying a range of benefits, but it's actually okay then. So really kind of digging even deeper into those experiences. So we have got recommendations at the, at the back of the report for future work as well. So we're looking forward to continuing with the industry to do research. That's meaningful. I'm sure you will. Great. Is there anything else you'd like to add? I know you've got a whole page there of statistics. <laughs> what was what was the the became with an F? Flex fresh? Oh, flourishing. Flourishing. That's not a word I like. That's the word I like. It's a great word, flourishing. Let's talk about flourishing. Tell me tell Flourishing me is a great word. So when we think about mental health often, we can consider it in terms of pathology and deficits. Flourishing takes it away from that in terms of well-being and suggests that actually we can, you know, have mental health conditions, but we can still be flourishing. We can still be having a positive outlook in life. We can still be thinking our life is meaningful. And therefore we can categorize populations. And these have been national research done as does in big country, you know, the US and in other parts of the world, mm -hmm. which can categorize somebody into being flourishing, having moderately mental health or being languishing. And actually, it's a real challenge in terms of understanding well-being because languishing is less understood psychologically and therefore you might have symptoms which might not be classed as depression, for example, but you might be feeling unmotivated, feeling like your life has no purpose and some other characteristics. And so what we found with the research was actually the dimensions of that facilitate flourishing. Campus scored highly across those different dimensions. 
and they seem to have higher levels of flourishing than non-campers. And it really, I guess, opens that window to thinking about the processes and the mechanisms and actually more broadly for the benefit of the nation because happiness is measured, like I said before, in terms of alongside the economy, alongside employment and other factors that determine the wealth, the happiness and wealth in terms of well-being of a nation. So it's a psychological concept that's come out of positive psychology. It's emerged more over the past probably 10, 15 years in terms of how it's been measured. And that was one of the drivers of the research was to be able to engage in that perspective through the acknowledgement that when we're talking about mental health and well-being, that there's broader concepts that help us understand its value and its utility and its meaning. Wow. <laughs> that was a long that was a long a long answer. A lot of information there. You're obviously very highly academic with, with all this as well, but it's really interesting. But I think in the summary, how would you is there a simple summary you can make for that? Is camping is good for you, basically? I think camping is good for you, but I think, yeah. you know, with everything, you know. But it's better for you than doing other things. This was, well, I think, the key message. Good, it might be different. I think what's really important is about what the value is in that as an activity. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's about how we give access. So can we, you know, give somebody, you know, in terms of children and young people a night under the stars so they mm-hmm. can explore that for themselves? Right. How do we um, support people to experience it in their in their lives so they can find that out for themselves. And then they might make choices in the future to do camping again or bring it in with their family when they're older or Mm -hmm. go on a camping trip with their family or with their friends or to use it in, you know, workplaces. So to offer that maybe in other roles that we have and to think about it. And that probably leads to green prescribing in terms of one of the aspects of the NHS at the moment. Green prescribing. Mm. Oh, I haven't heard of that before. What's that? (laughs) So the the national health agenda is around accessing broader community resources to benefit health and wellbeing of the population. So there's funded initiatives across the UK, which have been generated where an individual would arrive at their GP mm-hmm. and they might give an, an option to maybe have a form of therapy, maybe have a form of medication or to go and do some form of activity. All right. And they yes. get referred and they're able to find things that are more person-centered and holistic for their what they need in their lives. Yes. And some of those are in the community. Okay. So, so that's much about- better than resorting to... Oh, well, I suppose medication for one. Yeah, and for some people, it might be a combination of both. But it's about getting referred and having a framework so we can better intervene. So mental health isn't just about an individual. It's about how we feel in our communities. It's about how we access other aspects of our lives and how we get meaning and purpose. And if somebody's got more meaning and purpose in their life, then it should facilitate and help build yeah. resilience and mental health and well-being. It's got to make their life better. And then yeah. that makes the yeah. whole country better, yeah. doesn't it? Yeah. yeah. And yeah. that's what's driving that initiative forward on a national level. So there's different examples of that already under the banner of green prescribing. Mm-hmm. And I guess for us, the report helps us think about, okay, how can camping be part of that in different ways and be offered and be offered in a, in a way that is responding to the needs of different initiatives. Great. And I know that Simon from the club was talking about how the club would be sort of campaigning on that level as well, which is yeah. really good for the good for good for the population mm. and the industry as a whole. Obviously, mm. so that's even better, right? I don't think I take up any more of your time. I know there are more people waiting to interview, but thank you very much. That's really interesting. Thank you, and thank it's you. nice to chat to you. Thank you. So I hope you found all that interesting and listened to the end to hear all the all the details. Next week's episode, we are staying in this sort of slight camping environment, and we're, but we're looking at the more glamping side of the industry with an interview with Mark Scott, the CEO of Clear Sky Safari Lodges. 
Now, I've seen a lot of these safari tents on sites. ClearSky, one of the market leaders in it. So I had a really interesting chat with Mark and to find more about this sector and how, how it's affecting holiday parks and how people holiday, really, I suppose. So look forward to that and I'll catch up with you next week. Thank you. Bye. Thank you for listening to this podcast. I really hope you enjoyed it and would really appreciate it if you could share it with as many people as possible. Even better, please give me a five-star review in iTunes. It would be a great help. If you'd like me to interview you, want to suggest someone to interview, or are interested in sponsoring this podcast, or want to get in touch with me for any reason, please drop me a line at john at rawlingscommunications.com or message me on Instagram at rawlings underscore comms. Thanks very much. Bye for now.